0: and when people asked his son andrew what they what he thought of his dad and, and the actions that he took his direct quote was it's no surprise to me my dad was a fucking asshole now, i mean I, well here no surprise to me man the guy was a fucking asshole yeah <laughs> he was a piece mate. of shit and he fucking mate. hit me all the time mate, mate. i guess like we'll back to the Bolt-Off with Big Jim Podcast. Guess what, motherfucker? Some of the information you are about to hear, some may find disturbing. I don't know who gave them this or who gave them the clearance. On the crutch. Oh, my right lord. There. Can we Google that? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I oh. fucking stumbled down a dark hole. And I love it.
1: Great cake parties. You know, if I'm going to believe anybody's bullshit, I'm going to believe mine.
0: It sounds... Uh, not politically correct, but you two motherfuckers need Jesus. What is up, boners? We are back. Yes, we took a break from uh telling y'all some crazy ass stories, yeah. and
1: <laughs> just from y'all in general.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But actually, we ha- we have gotten a lot done since then. Uh working on the room in the back was able to tear out some of the walls and the old shelves shelving that was in there. Uh painted some of the some of the walls, as some of you may have seen on Instagram. Uh and you, sir, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You even got a a, uh, a new fridge.
1: Oh, I had to get rid of that dinosaur. I was wondering why the hell my electricity bill is so high, but I don't know if that's the case. But yeah, I got rid of it, bought a new one, and I went and stuffed it today. Spent a shitload of money on meat. Well, but you I can't it. eat your mom and your brothers,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, we we took a break, and I mean, it was actually pretty good. Kind of not, not you know, just kind of clearing our minds of everything else and and rushing, not really rushing, but you know, just trying to get. A product put put out there for for you guys. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. uh It was a pretty interesting episode. Did, uh, have, have you ever heard of this guy before?
1: Oh no no no! That's why I was saying I thought it was something totally different. But no,
0: there, <laughs> this is. It was you, thought, you, thought, you thought it was Bullseye <laughs> from the from Colin the Farrell, was it yeah. <laughs> 2004 Daredevil movie?
1: Oh yeah, was that Daredevil with the
0: yeah uh, Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Ben yeah,
1: he was with Jennifer then.
0: Yeah, I think this is right after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They were together. <laughs> <laughs> I she forgot seen the name? She she's was... got
1: she's got more rings than Tom Brady.
0: No, that's uh, J Lo.
1: Ben Affleck. oh my talking That's what I'm talking about. Jennifer. Jennifer Lopez. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I
0: thought you were talking about Jennifer Garner.
1: No, that's the one who has children. That was his wife, wife and children.
0: Okay. But yeah. Yeah. J- Lo, yeah. They made. They I made J- Jersey Girl. She had a. She had a like all the rings on, on her hand yeah. and doing like this or something. <clears throat> yeah. More, more more rings than Jordan and Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. I saw that. But yeah, this is a another true crime story. This time it's not anywhere located in, in the U.S. or even in our backyard. You know, Bay Area, whatever. This is across the pond, ladies and gentlemen, in. But UK, they go over there and they fuck shit up over there. The little little hooligans over there playing football and everything. You know what I mean, mate?
1: (laughs) That's about right.
0: So I hope everybody enjoys the episode. Before you watch it, please don't forget head over to uh Apple Podcasts. Actually, go over to our Instagram. That's Bo Talks underscore with Big Jim underscore podcast. There you can hit our flow page. That's flow.page slash BTWBJ. Like this right here, BTWBJ. Um, uh, thank you, Joel, for, for this. But uh, if you go click on our flow page, flow page link, you can have access to all of our links to so buying us a beer, our YouTube, our Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, the whole nine. Every, every, everything's there. Uh, also, speaking of buying us a beer, your sister, my auntie, Serena. Thank you so much for purchasing some some beer for us. We love you. Yeah, yeah. We love you very much. She's uh she's actually one one of our bigger supporters also. She's uh she's one of the people who uh came on on the earlier episodes. Uh, we spoke about the Gypsy Hill murders, and there was another one that we talked about with her.
1: Probably, yeah. It was I I know yeah, for a fact. Yeah,
0: if you uh check out our earlier episodes, which I kind of don't recommend because right now we're a lot better at talking.
1: (laughs) Dude, everybody starts in a shithole. Doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) We were in a shithole, man. We were in the fucking the the septic tank. (laughs) It it was hard. when when if I re-listened to one of our first episodes and I was like, man, this is rough.
1: (laughs) Oh, you gotta go through the rough patches, man. That's That's how you learn and that's then true. we bought equipment i mean i hate to say it i mean yeah it's very simple to use your cell phone or a basic computer but equipment does matter and we we haven't even got equipment that is necessary like some of the other podcasters that we follow or even communicate with on a daily basis but i'll let you keep speaking then i have something to say at the end of what you're saying
0: well i that's pretty much it i just want to let everybody uh let to let er- everybody know where they could find us, where they can go and and help us out, support us. Uh, things will be coming out soon. By by the way, speaking of support, we got a huge feedback from from this logo behind me. For everyone who's just listening, it's the brand new logo that I that I put on Instagram. It's the Botox with Big Jim logo, created, edited, colorized, everything done by Munoz Tisanesios, aka Joel Munoz. I give him a huge follow please go check his, his, his page out he has wonderful wonderful stuff on, on his page hella cool and he made this like I, I'm, I'm still in awe with this creation
1: and here's the thing if you can get him to agree on helping you out you're very lucky so take advantage of his talent
0: but go ahead and uh, you had something to say
1: okay so as of last week we had an episode which in regards to a local case which is in san Leandro, and we got some feedback from a few people uh, a few people who knew of the person in general a few per- people who knew of what this family did and some people we just realized of uh, that knew of the people who were unfortunately killed in, in this episode but my question to you guys now i've always thought and i've always talk to jim about focusing on the bay area because the bay area has a lot of supernatural paranormal interesting stories so the a people lot who of reached interesting out, stories people who reached out and interacted with us it's we're not asking you to come on the show but you know elaborate give us some information we'll be real careful how we how we put it through if if it even comes about that but the bay area i'm going to challenge some people that listen to our story and I'm going to stick with Alameda in Oakland. Now, here's the one thing I would really like for people to focus on the stories that involve the USS Hornet.
0: That's a good one. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's a good one. Yep.
1: Uh, the Mountain View Cemetery in Oakland. Now that has a special, uh, just so, just so you know that place right there is where you're, grandmother is buried um but there's also some very interesting and famous people that are there
0: oh i think i know who one of them that you're talking about that we talked about before future episode that's probably going to be a two-parter with with that one
1: alameda high school we know a lot of people who went to alameda high school and apparently the auditorium which is a very rustic and old building there's a lot of paranormal Sites, uh, paranormal. Geez, I'm stuttering.
0: I'm I'm
1: Interaction <laughs> a lot of paranormal sightings and stuff like that. The Naval Air Base, the Alameda Insane Asylum, which is no longer there, uh, the O Club, which is on the Naval Air Base, which was, Wait a minute, there was also there.
0: Asylum in Alameda. Oh
1: yeah, a mental hospital in Oakland. Exactly. That's exact. And it was. It's located across from the U.S. at the. Uh, it's over the Posse Tube in Alameda, the backside of Oakland, where the Luckies and all that is back there. Yep. Alameda. The building is gone. It burned down. But there are a lot of people obviously hear bumps in the night, see things and do, I mean, you know, they might've been drunk or whatever, but the facility was just spooky and haunting in its appearance alone. And then people going through the building, but here's a fact. I just found out that there's a very famous eatery that we, a lot of us have gone or continue to go to. It used to be called La Piñata in Alameda, which is now currently la- named La Pinca or El Pinca or whatever. That right there used to be a in that corner, not necessarily the building. I haven't verified the building, but that used to be a mental ward facility. Shut sure. up. Yeah, homeboy. I'm telling you. So, my question and challenges to you is if you guys have stories that you may have personally been involved, or seen, or heard, or maybe even heard stories from other people, let us know about them we are not asking you to be on the show if you don't want it we would love for you to be on the show cuz it's it's fun it really is fun um but shoot us an email shoot us a text give us your phone we probably know most of you guys anyway yeah but let's
0: interact hit us up Again, on instagram it, shoot us a, a a dm he 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 holds the uh the reins for the twitter account i hold the reins for the yeah. instagram account yeah. dm him dm me yeah. it's we're we're there just hit us up
1: this is a great this is a great especially now everybody's cooped up and got shit to talk about but just reflect on your past history and your own stories that you may have with alameda we know a lot of people that went to alameda high so i'm personally calling out you folks that have gone alameda high and the auditorium there it's a very historic and well known paranormal and supernatural
0: facility that's a challenge, folks. It's a challenge. I'm not going to call Big you guys out. Boom. <laughs> well, listen, I hope everybody enjoys the show. Again, please don't forget to leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. I know it sounds absurd, but it does help us out. Enjoy the episode. This is the game show killer, AKA the bullseye killer. Enjoy.
1: Shit, I'm empty.
0: Enjoy. <laughs> All right. So today, sir, we are going to talk about a gentleman. No, and this is actually one that we were supposed to get done like a while ago. People voted on it. (laughs) It's never got around to it. it. Yeah, people voted on it. We we just unfortunately never got to it because uh, we had some other stuff to do. And then other people wanted to come on. Then we started doing ghost stories. So, This is one that everyone chose a while ago. Um, This is going to be about, well, he has two names, really. He's either the Bullseye Killer or the Game Show Killer.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me. And I thought it was Bullseye from... um...
0: From Daredevil? He he thought it was Colin Colin Farrell? Farrell.
1: (laughs) Colin Farrell.
0: (laughs) Uh, But before we get started on this story, I I would like to know... Uh, what are what are you currently drinking, sir?
1: I am drinking what is called, and is a amber ale, Ooh. arrogant bastard, commercially produced. Uh, they're out of Escondido, California, which is down south towards San Diego, but it's really good. It's a dark beer ale. I don't know if you can see it. it tastes Ooh. like. It's like maple syrup and a little bit of caramel. It's sweet. The aftertaste is sweet. Obviously, any beer like this you drink, it's kind of bitter and and strong. It's not like a stout, but you can smell maple syrup or caramel. or It's just luscious is what it is.
0: It's luscious, you said? Luscious.
1: It's great beer, <laughs> yeah, especially
0: when it's on sale.
1: I went to the store. Obviously, I showed you I bought a new fridge. So I took advantage of the fact that yeah, congratulations. St. Patty's her, Day is tomorrow, and, or St. Patty's Day is Wednesday, and beer specials are off the hook right now. So I bought two of these pint-sized cans for three seventy-five. Two, yeah, three seventy-five. This is good beer for three seventy. It's great beer. But earlier today, I had two tall, two twenty-four ounces of the PBR, and then I had another a couple of a uh, hazy IPA from from uh longanitas and now this is this so i got a pretty good buzz
0: (laughs) yeah i'd say so (laughs) (laughs) i went to the
1: store me and mom went shopping and i just was like you know what we bought a fridge we could fill it up so just fill it i overfilled it there's stuff that i can't even put in the fridge damn and i'm afraid to put it on the glass shelves so they don't break but at this point so i mean our refrigerator was always full yeah we had a highly functional normal refrigerator we moved in here and this thing was a dinosaur <laughs> fell apart you open the door and something fell out or something and it wasn't even food it was a part of the refrigerator <laughs> so I decided earlier this month after I was cleaning up yeah and when me and mom went to your house and she liked your refrigerator and she'd been bugging me for one I was like you know what I'm just gonna bite the bullet just do it and I bought this online and It's big enough. I actually thought it was going to be too big. It's not big enough. Really? No. No, it's not big enough. It was hella big. No, it is. Don't get me wrong. I put in, I probably put in just in the freezer alone. I don't know. Maybe, now this is all store bought. It's not like I went out and hunted the shit, but I don't know. See, 40 pounds of chicken, beef, and pork. Jesus. Yeah, I bought all kinds of meat, dude. It didn't. It, it just we went to Costco and it was one of those. Is that what we want? No, but I'll get it. Is that what we want? No, but I'll get it. And I just <laughs> it was like, and I broke it all down, and you know, but no, it's. Uh, I still haven't even completed my shopping list. That was just, the sh- and I don't have any room.
0: Good Lord. Well, yeah. uh, well, I'm glad that's what you're drinking. Is. <laughs> a plethora of different things
1: i've been drinking since about four o'clock putting shit away and yeah so i'm i'm not i feel a little pain in my right side but other than that i don't feel too much pain
0: (laughs) i was doing some yard work earlier i'm about ready to fucking knock out
1: i know you are here i see i haven't made it out there
0: i got that baby
1: yeah right now i'm hoping Epidemic ales. every now and then they go to farmer's yeah. market and they carry their brew with them and yeah. I'm hoping that the farmer's market out here in Hayward this weekend has it because I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie I've been drinking uh, a lot <laughs> well, besides that Ale Industries which is out of Oakland just close to Jingletown which is obviously oh that's the nice one that did
0: the uh, the uh, town right
1: the town. They have one that I'm going to get. It's on order right now. I, it's in the queue. It's called Susquehannas, and it's a dark stout. Oh, I saw that one. Woman. Yeah, I, I want to try about that beer. I just like the yeah. can. So,
0: so yeah, um, for those for those wondering, I'm drinking the Abomination Double Hazy Double IPA from Epidemic Ales, which in our background here, I am holding one of their beers. And again, big shout out to Joel who was on one of our last episodes. Um. Thank you, buddy, for for doing this. This this little logo behind us will be seeing a lot more. Trust me. So
1: I I can't say enough about the logo. Every time I look at it and, it, and like I said, it's a lot of it is sentimental, but
0: all of it is. Yeah.
1: Just looking at it from, and then it just takes me back to stories that represent what I'm thinking, and yeah, it's spot on. And he probably doesn't really realize. How great it is to us. So I don't think again, so. But, you,
0: Joel, yeah, we, we definitely told him and, and it's awesome. And we got nothing but love from people online who, who saw it and they're like, holy shit, this is dope. This is dope. This is badass. Like everyone was think So, huge thank you, Joel. Huge, 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 huge thank you.
1: Yeah. And I hope you fuckers who like it will buy a t shirt when we print them.
0: Yeah. Cause those are coming soon. We will be, <laughs> we'll be uh, printing. We have stuff coming. Just, yeah, we have just a lot of merch coming. know that
1: to, to, we were really waiting on this design to really you know pull the trigger on a lot of stuff and it wasn't so much just i mean there's a lot of opportunities out there for a lot of people to to make stuff for us and we give them the ideas and they scramble to make it and then this is one we took the time to just let the guy do his magic and he did yeah, his we, research
0: we didn't rush that. him at all no at all
1: uh to the i'm to the point where i actually want him to Produce some of those hats.
0: Oh, these yes. the motherfuckers need Jesus. Yeah, oh, yeah. Even, I, I...
1: even even Grandma, my mom, your grandma Mary, who's sixty nine years old, she <laughs> said her favorite part of the podcast is you motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I I uh... honestly I forgot about that, and and if you know the movie, then you know where it's from. But I'm not gonna say where I ripped it from, but there's a particular scene in in a, in a movie that features Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Let me just say that it's, a, it's the second one of that movie. And I remember hearing this woman say that, and I was like, dude, I have to use that for something. And then obviously we started this podcast and then this came about and I was like, found it. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's it. That's, that's the uh, key to, uh, to basically everything that's saying and, and, it, and it actually reflects us. Cause we would, be drinking and say something stupid just like that it,
0: all it the time weird.
1: yeah not even drinking
0: hard. we say it's sober
1: i know well, we can't <laughs> say that's over unless we're behind locked doors
0: <laughs> that's true so with that <laughs> too, being said
1: let's too get many sensitive people
0: nowadays let's let's get into the, don't even get me started with that this story <laughs> is. is not local this story well, is not is not in california it is not within the continental united states in fact this story takes us over the pond or across the pond as some people may call it to the uk so from 1985 to 1989 there was one unknown man who was responsible for robberies assault rape and four murders and this is all this whole story will tell you how a composite sketch of the unknown man's profile, the side of his face, it was really the back side of his face, and a single frame from a television show caught him. So get your life saw ready, put on your face masks and take a sip of that sweet, sweet beer. And let's enjoy this podcast of Botox with Big Jim about the game show killer. Dun-da-da. The gist of it is, it happened in Wales, and like like I said, it occurred. I'll wait till you stop moving. So like all that, I have to cut out. Actually, you know what I should? Do you have a pen and paper with you?
1: Yes, sir. Right here, check how professionally prepared I am.
0: Okay, so leave. write a note at 27 minutes and 40 seconds. That's what I got to cut out.
1: I don't have good eye-hand coordination right now. <laughs> At
0: twenty-seven
1: forty-seven minutes, did I say that
0: right? You said it close enough.
1: Cut out. Edit.
0: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. The gist of it is, is that it took place in Wales, United Kingdom, from nineteen eighty-five to nineteen eighty-nine. This was an unknown man, like I just mentioned, who was a who was responsible for one attempted robbery, thirty burglaries, one sexual assault, one rape, and and four murders, which then actually technically labels him as a serial killer.
1: By definition.
0: By definition, because more than three people, anything anything over three people who are killed by the same person labels them In as the a serial same killer. matter. Which is weird. Don't you think that's weird?
1: Not necessarily. Well, okay, don't get me started on that because I'll get in the whole military aspect and following orders and what people do when they're in the military to follow and hide their own true identity and everything. Anyway, yes, by definition, he's a serial killer.
0: And his terror went over for multiple years until... He was convicted in 2009. So he was caught. He was eventually caught. And then he was convicted in 2009. So everything started on December 22nd, 1985. <sighs> I apologize for the names. In Pembrokeshire. Pem- you just didn't say the names. Just say. I have to killer-
1: say. Them. Oh.
0: Because it, it tells where where everything was at. Where everything took place.
1: You mean the name of the town or the name of the person who he slaughtered? Both. Just say the name of the town. Don't worry about the name. Oh, I don't know. Fuck, yeah, they're hard anyway. Go ahead. Don't <laughs> mind me.
0: <laughs> Two siblings were killed. Richard and Helen Thomas. Richard was 58. Helen Thomas was 54. Of Scoving Scoveston Park. Their badly charred bodies were discovered after their farmhouse that they were living in was burned to the ground Richard was found with a bullet with bullet wounds to the, his head and stomach Helen was found with a gunshot wound to the head and was bound with her hands behind her back now they the, the investigators did say that this was a possible possible robbery gone bad but they didn't expect uh, hold on investigators thought that this was a robbery gone bad because they whoever did this didn't expect uh richard or dick to show up <laughs> the killer was then at large so he 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 killed two people two siblings and then just left um
1: okay did now, he kill him like like shoot him, stab him.
0: He shot him. He sh- he shot them both.
1: So it was just a quick in and out. He probably didn't have any reason well, that, to do so, right?
0: That's that's why they think that this was a robbery gone wrong, because Richard had multiple gunshot bullet uh gunshot wounds to the head and the stomach. So it's like someone just turned and like rapid fired. Whereas Helen had one gunshot wound to the head and her hands were bound behind her. So it's almost as if someone walked in in the middle of him doing something or Richard walked in in the middle of whoever this person was and then saw them and then he shot and killed him.
1: So he was interrupted.
0: He was interrupted of whatever it is that he was doing.
1: He probably had some more severe sickening thoughts of what to do to these people.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. And and once I tell you a little more, it, it is pretty sick. The killer was at large, and on June 29th, 1989, a married couple was on their last day of their holiday vacation in Little Haven. It's a little uh, a little village of about 1,300 people just outside of Brookshire. This couple was Peter and Gwenda Dixon. The two were, com- were confronted by a masked man armed with a sawed-off shotgun. Now, this also brings me to a question, and I've always wanted to know this. What is the difference between a regular two-barrel shotgun and the one that's sawed off? I never understood that.
1: No, no. A sawed-off means that it's, okay, a two-barrel is a side-by-side barrel or over and under, meaning right. that the barrel is ver- vertical over right. and under. It can even be different calibers, but it's usually a 20 or four, uh 20 gauge or a 12 gauge. A sawed off means by legal, a barrel in California should be of 18 and a half inches. So, technically, anything below that, you can get in trouble. But you can actually saw off a barrel of any type of a firearm up to 18 inches. Overall length has to be 18 plus the stock. And if you put a choke tube, not to get technical, but a sawed off is. Anything illegal that's concealable. So you can cut – I can't okay. remember what movie it was, but there's a movie out to where the guy got a double-barrel shotgun to where all it is is a trigger, uh the actual uh handle, and the shells stick through the barrel. It's kind of a gimmick, but it's something that they made for this movie, but it's like almost super dangerous to shoot because there's no – it's all you feel all that in your bones. Yeah, it's, I'll try to find the movie. Not to get off track, but a sawed like a, off is something that's like
0: that's like uh, what's it called? I call it my boomstick. Uh, Army of the Dead.
1: Yeah, that's a sawed off. But there's I've seen sawed off, sawed off, two slug, type shotgun shells that are no more than six inches long. The entire firearm.
0: Why? But that's if you, fucking, that's,
1: I don't know why. But ridiculous. if you look at, say, the end of the end of Scarface, the guy who comes to shoots Tony Montana, who creeps up behind him and he has a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun.
0: Oh yeah, shot
1: off double double-barrel side-by-side shotgun. And that but is does it. Do any, but does, does it personal. do
0: anything for like the spread or anything, or just it's just more of a concealment thing?
1: It's a concealment. If you have something like that, God, you're making me sound like I'm a fucking serial But if you have something (laughs) like that, you're up close and personal, you're getting within five yards, within 15 feet. And that's probably too much. But if you have something like that, you're getting right up to them. And it depends on the type of spread you want. I mean, I've never heard of anybody putting a choke. A choke is a type of a filter or a tube at the end of the barrel that controls the spread it's a narrow or a wide or nothing so depending on the shot you got bird you got buck you got slug those are the most common then you got pepper spray ball then you got bean bag you got but a serial, no, a, a professional hitman with a concealable weapon is not going to have- A serial
0: killer would actually have this. <laughs>
1: yeah. A professional hitman would have something that's concealable and that is just going to do the job one time. That's all you need it to do.
0: So the real question yeah. is how many, how many hitmen do you know? Hit, actually, this is a different kind of world, sir. This is a hit men or women.
1: Okay. A hit person. I don't. There you go. You're asking me like legitimately? Do I know of anybody?
0: Oh, no, no, you don't have to. Okay. No,
1: No, don't do that because I I unfortunately do know of some. But if I had career day at high school, I probably would have put Hitman as a career. Hitman and Fireman were probably my two top choices of growing up to becoming something. Okay. No, I mean, oh, but okay. I know it's terrible, but it's just like it's no different. You're like the to ice? Me, man. No...
0: The, the the dude exactly, that...
1: exactly. There's no. He has no empathy. He's about as cold as ice, and he's not going to get a reaction. He knows what he has to do.
0: But he had he morals. Did he didn't kill women. and He of didn't. Of course, he had kids.
1: morals. Of course, he had morals. He wasn't a fucking animal. He had a job.
0: God, that you know what? That's who we should talk about next too.
1: He had a job that guy, and he the ice his, man. his He fulfilled his responsibilities. And I tell you what, that is the most God, this is gonna sound so terrible. Why'd you have to ask me this question on the podcast? That has got to be the most disciplined type of responsibility to do. I'm gonna try to word it correctly or somewhat not not so much of a ignorant response. But if you're if you're in that type of a lifestyle where somebody is legitimately telling you, okay, this is what we're going to do, this is what I want you to do, and this is how I want you to handle it. Now, your job is to handle that. Now, if that means I have to sneak in your house, or if I sneak behind you, or if I end up in the back of your vehicle and I have to take you out, you're right, there's nothing… That's going to stop his responsibility At all And he goes on with his day Like you said And he had a family
0: He He had a daughter He had I think three daughters
1: He was a dad But he had a responsibility And I'm not going to sit here and say that he was Fucking you know an honorable man But guess what He took care of what he had to do And he was cold He was cold as cold as ice. I call cold. him an
0: ice man. It's cold. <laughs> so going back to the story of yes. uh, not knowing fucking professional killers. Sorry. News to me. <laughs> ah. The two were confronted by a masked man armed with a sawed-off shotgun, like I had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Four days later, Tim Dixon, their son, reported the couple missing. Six days after that, the bodies were discovered by a search party. Peter was tied up similar to the previous murders and was shot at point blank range in the face with a shot off shotgun. Gwenda was tied up and shot at point blank range in the back of the head. Now I'm not going to mention which websites that I've looked at, but I've seen a multiple of people being shot in the face with any kind of gun. (laughs) And a shotgun is not the prettiest.
1: No, but again, it all it all has to do with the load of the type of, of uh, shell it is. Slug, bigger ball bearing, which is a double ot or ot meaning zero, or birdshot. Birdshot just has pellets, but that's just what the projectile that comes out of it. That's not that's not necessarily telling what the explosion of the cap is the grain. So it could be a bigger grain, it could be a low grain. Low grain has to be for birds because you don't want to go duck hunting and yeah fuck
0: just fucking them. blow up a bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's still it's it's honestly it's really not and all joking aside, it's really fucking insane to, to just picture someone pulling up with like like you said six inches. I, and I can't think you know a can this big and just firing a full fucking thing in the back of someone's head. Well,
1: I mean, that, that, that's kind of Hollywoodish, But if you think about it, just think about holding and trying to think. Just think about having something in your hand that overall is 18 inches long. And I would imagine that the movie, and I'm using this as an example, at the end of Scarface, that dude had a double barrel shotgun. Mm-hmm. Double barrel mean two triggers, two hammers, cocked back, both individually, and it's side by side so depending on what it was bottom what i'm getting at is you're only getting two projectiles you're getting one opportunity to make a shot or two opportunities if you pull if you don't pull both triggers but imagine something that's no wider than your computer that you're looking at right now look at the screen of your computer that's 15 inches imagine just three more inches of that and the recoil of a shotgun you've shot a shotgun before haven't you oh you're you're muted oh, can't sorry hear
0: you. okay. uh yeah no i i've i've sh- i've shot a shotgun multiple times actually your cousin when we were living in arizona i shot his yeah that's they're, they're that- strong
1: Very strong and 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 it can only get unless I mean there's and that had
0: a stock on it, so you gotta put it on your shoulder. So I can only imagine with a double barrel, which a lot of times people try and hold with one fucking hand.
1: Uh that's you know, again, kind of Hollywood-ish, but you're gonna get hit in the face. If you don't undergrip it right, you're gonna get it's gonna shoot back and hit you right in the face, or (laughs) if you shoot hip. You shoot from the hip and it's, it's just down behind
0: you and just it can
1: you can probably lose grip of it, but that's just a, that could be the rawest, most inexpensive shotgun you could buy. Trust me, there are shotguns who compete, people who compete in trap shooting or skeet shooting, that you pull a trigger and you you don't feel anything. That's scary. nothing. That's that's, an, that's like you know that's easily a twenty thousand dollars shotgun over and over italian made shotgun with hand grain uh stock and pump not even a pump but just a hand uh grip that's hand oiled probably from some exotic type of wood that has you know some sort of recoil suppression type i don't even know if i'm saying it correctly but i've seen people shoot them type of guns they might as well be gold gold inlaid jesus and there they have they might, they, it's like they have a what
0: do you call that? A uh, I don't
1: know, a shock absorber.
0: It's, oh, it's a, yeah. a
1: proper name, but they have like yeah. a shock absorber, that's so, kind
0: of like those bump stocks that people were trying to get rid of, kind of to kind of absorb the uh thing. Yeah, but but going back to the story, the inspectors found that Gwenda was actually raped prior to her death. Also, the two had their wallets stolen after this attack, Peter. Peter's bank card was used to withdraw money. No one was able to identify the person using Peter's card, but did describe the clothing of the of the possible suspect. It was khaki shorts, hiking boots and olive green and an olive green shirt. The suspect was also described to have very curly hair. Much like your other child by the way, he had very curly hair. So does. <laughs> Police were able to sketch an outfit uh, from the back, which is from, a, from an eyewitness that was looking at the individual from behind. Now, like I said, if you're watching this, it's more of a, a look like this. So it's the back right side of my face that, that they were able to see. They couldn't get a full image of what the person looked like. They just saw that side of them. Then in March 1996, another violent attack occurred at Milford Haven. Five teenagers, three boys, two girls, were attacked by a man with a torch, or what they call a flashlight over in the uh, UK. Mm -hmm. And could you guess what kind of weapon he had? Shotgun. Sawed-off shotgun. All of the teens ranged from 15 to 18 years old. He told all of them to lay on the ground and to give them whatever money that they had. That they had. After taking the money, he fired one shot into the air and yelled, if any if any of you get up, I'll fucking kill you. The man, the man then proceeded to sexually assault two of the girls that ages were 15 and 16 years old. After this incident, no suspect was caught and the case went cold. Now... With DNA evidence, because this is not very much. Um, it's not it's not so old that they couldn't get the DNA evidence. But again, this was in this this particular time was in 1996. Then in 1998, after a failed robbery, this uh, after a, another failed robbery, this person had a target on its back because this time he didn't wear a mask, and someone was able to call out or uh, describe what he looked like. The suspect identified or the uh, possible suspect identified was John Cooper. After the, after the failed robbery, the, the unknown suspect at the time fled and dumped all of accessories into a bush, his mask, which he didn't wear his mask, his gloves, rope. And again, a sawed off shotgun during the routine questioning, in in the nearby neighborhood inspectors came across john's home when they when john invited them in without any question one inspector found an item from another robbery case while they were there john's home was then inspected and items from up to 30 different cases of robbery and burglary were found john was sentenced to 14 years in prison prior to being sent and suspected of john killing the four people the one that everybody was shot the, and and the two siblings that were shot and burned and then the two the couple that were shot over in brookshire uh, brookshire somewhere shire
1: <laughs> brookshire
0: was it brookshire
1: well i know there's a brookshire in england i just i mean
0: let's just say i before or I can go back yeah. up and look. Anyways, he, they they suspected him of, of doing all of this because the, the gun that was found was a, a sawed-off shotgun from the from the attempted uh, robbery. Prior to being sentenced, the police asked and suspected of John of killing the four people previously mentioned. But they were unable to really confirm this, and John continued to tell people that he was not the murderer. He did not kill anybody for the longest time. He was... I think even to this day, because I I don't think he's he's dead, he says that he's not the murderer. Prior to his release in 2006, police reopened the cold case. Using newer technology and forensic evidence, the police dug deeper into finding information, and what they found was forensic examiners went through each article of clothing found uh, found at each of the murder sites and what they ended up searching was a pair of khaki shorts that John had had worn that day having reopened the cold case police had circumstantial evidence but needed and wanted for further forensic evidence blood was discovered on John's shorts police found a microscopic drop of blood from 20 years prior and it belonged to Peter Dixon. Microscopic, and it's still it's still blowing my mind how crazy uh, forensic evidence forensic evidence is able to find stuff now. Like legitimate, like they had to put it under a microscope to see the this blood and who it even belonged to.
1: Here's what you're not saying: it's still in its infancy. Is it really? They just they did. I mean, it's maybe ten, may say ten years old, maybe longer but what i'm getting at is that they still extract stuff from stuff they couldn't possibly think of extracting and they're finding different ways of identifying markers and that and i guess that's the trick every time i read something or look at something it's about identifying certain markers or characteristics and then they put it together that's unreal to me
0: that is that is unreal it's like it's How like it's almost like putting together one of the biggest jigsaw puzzles. Puzzles it's back back jigs- together.
1: It's the most complex jigs pus- jigsaw puzzle, but it's once it's all identified, it's the simplest thing. It's like maybe one, two, three, maybe even four pieces. That's and it's just boom. Here's what I did. Here's what we identify.
0: And it's fast.
1: It's getting faster. Yeah, yeah. It's getting a lot faster.
0: And it's getting so fast. Even the person who found this, the, the examiner that found this, said this was was a one in a billion find.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they can they can look up your genetic, your ancestry, not your Hispanic or Mexican end, but you, you know you, you're a part Irish, you're part Italian, and we obviously have genetics for all, not Italian so much, but Mexican descent and Irish descent. That they can identify exactly like I told you, and I know I make fun of it, but they talk, they being the the um, TV world or reporters, they talk about how they traced Scottish immigrants through the Carolinas to become what they call hillbillies. Or rednecks. That's unreal. No, hillbillies. Rednecks are different. It's truly hillbillies. Rednecks are different. but I thought, I, mean, no, they, it, I thought,
0: but no, they came from the same, they, they, they came from the same area, though.
1: They did until the rednecks, which are the red, not the red coats, but the red scarves during the Midwest.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They're You're
1: different. Right. They could have been migrated from Scotland or Ireland or the Chinese or even the Hispanics or even the Native Americans. But the redneck is... The identifying marker of the red thing Scarves. that they wore around their neck. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So with that one in a billion find, they also took evidence from the shotgun found in the bushes from the botched robbery. Forensic evidence was able to link John to the shotgun because he's he was someone who always worked with his hands. And he had accessories in his shed to fix things, such as nails, hammers, and screws. To, thus making circumstantial and forensic forensic evidence forensics teams are, what was that
1: makes sense especially back then where it was so uh, the tradesmen were so far and into and far and in between you know there was you probably had a local blacksmith or you had a local furrier furrier somebody does shoe or horseshoes the blacksmith yeah. provides blah 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 silversmith people who makes bullets just yeah, I
0: get it. Yeah. So that that's that, so they used this both as circumstantial and forensic evidence to bring him back in. They also found that the shotgun had been painted black. So it was it was painted prior to it being found. Scraping away some of the paint, they found blood that was preserved like a fossil under the under the paint. And again, that blood belonged to Peter Dixon. This is now the murder weapon, thus labeling John as the killer. But they still needed hard evidence that was this really him? Did he take the money? Did he do anything like that? So what they ended up finding was in May of 1998, John Cooper was featured on a game show in Wales called Bullseye. While under investigation, police watched an episode for any clues that may have pinned or linked john to these murders and sure enough a side profile matched the sketch that was found by a witness um, I, now like a, now another thing too that 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 really caught john up was that he was a gambling man he was a gambling man and he was a drunk so When he went on to the show, he even said to the host, I like to to gamble and I like to have a a scotch now and then. And the reason why I bring this up is because anytime he was able to try and make money, he went went for it because life to him was a gamble, which is why he would rob so many people.
1: It's no different than today. People cash and carry. They don't believe in banking systems. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Four months after being on on being on the game show, Peter and his wife were then shot and killed. John William Cooper was then taken into custody in May of 2009. Actually, this is right before I graduated high school. So, yeah, it's or, pretty current. It's yeah. it's
1: pretty current. So a lot of the stuff you're saying, it's like, wow, that's like in the beginning of all this forensic type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, like <clears throat> even earlier, but no, it, it's very immature as far as the process, the advancement of forensic science.
0: Now, he, like I mentioned, he, he had previously gone to jail for robberies. They didn't get him on sexual assault until later with forensic evidence. So they mainly got him for stealing. And he, wh- while he was out of prison for only six months, that's when he went back to prison uh, in May of 2009. When he was arrested, police found gloves, rope, and a survey map of Br- uh, Brimbroke- Pembrokeshire Pimbroke- Pim- mm-hmm. whales and John wasn't smart he ultimately ratted himself out during during one of the interrogations police showed John a picture of his shorts with Peter's blood on it they also showed him the sketch that matched his description John stated that the shorts in the sketch were too long and mine were short they were above the uh, knee. That so they basically t- telling them no. That's that's not who, that that doesn't accurately depict me. That sketch because mine were above the uh, knees. So police took that into consideration and went back to the shorts. Again, and in, in the forensic lab, they found that the stort that the shorts were hemmed. They unhemmed the shorts and didn't think that you could do that before. I never knew you could hem shorts. I don't know why you, why you would.
1: You knew what a hem is, right?
0: Yeah. No, that's when you measure the length up and down. But I don't know why you would do it to shorts. They're already shorts. They're not pants. They're already cut off at the knees or below the knees.
1: They could be knickers also. What is that? Knickers are to pants to their knees. And they have a cuff at the bottom of it. So a lot of those type of shorts, which would be made out of a cuffed khaki style or a chino style short, especially out there, they have a cuff. And the cuff is usually an inch above the knee, with an inch fold, double fold, and stitched on both sides. They go an
0: inch above the knee when it's him. Yeah,
1: I'm not, I, from what I can. From, I'm being. I'll
0: uh, tell hey, you right now, I those are some tasty ass people to be showing off, off their legs like that. I'm. Ooh. I'm not even that white, and I don't even try to show off my legs like like that. Go
1: back and watch. Uh, I almost said Harriet Tubman. Harry Potter. Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, what about it? They don't show they
1: wear they wear shorts. Oh, you're and right. I've you. never I've never seen a Harry Potter movie once. I've just seen commercials. But school kid Angus Young.
0: Yeah, some of them from do
1: DC yeah. What is his uniform? It's a school kids uniform with shorts.
0: Yep, you're right. Yes, damn. it's got cuffs. So he uh, they unhemmed his knickers or his shorts. Shorts, not knicker.
1: Knickers are longer, but shorts.
0: And what they found was again DNA evidence. This time from Julia. So he she, used
1: the same clothes to do both whatever whatever crime he had to do. He used wore the same thing.
0: The crazy fuck stole his shorts and put oh. them on. He was wearing the shorts after he killed them for 10 years.
1: Serial killers collect trophies.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. Trophy. But that's literally crazy. Like you're you're saving someone's shorts that you just killed.
1: If you find enjoyment on slaughtering somebody, whether it be to whatever extent it is, you're crazy in general. So had he was, no empathy. He was a crazy fuck. Yeah, probably no sympathy either. But the point is that's his injury. He probably got sexually aroused, or even probably got off by wearing them
0: shorts. Well, he's also an asshole. And I say that because he tried so many different things to get out of him not being caught to the point where he even blamed his son.
1: Yeah, that's chicken shit.
0: But he said he said in one of the one of the interviews. My son took my shorts all of the time. Whenever he, whenever he wanted, he wore them. So now he's saying, yeah, my son wasn't the one who killed these fucking people. It wasn't me. Guy was chicken a dick.
1: Shit. Chicken shit. That's just straight up chicken shit.
0: John was found guilty of all charges. He was charged with the double murder of Richard and Helen Thomas, the double murder of Peter and Gwenda Dixon, and the rape and sexual assault of two te- of two teenagers, and he is now serving seventy five years to life in prison
1: in overseas in England. Overseas, so yeah, and in, yeah. in,
0: in in England.
1: Yeah, I don't know how.
0: And much like every uh, what do they call him, uh, narcissist, he d- denies any action that was taken.
1: Of course, it's not his fault; it's everybody else's. What the fuck?
0: And when people asked his son Andrew what they what he thought of his dad and, and the actions that he took, his direct quote was, "It's no surprise to me, my dad was a fucking asshole." Now, I mean, I, well, here, no surprise to me, man, the guy was a fucking asshole. Yeah, he was a piece mate. of shit, and he fucking mate. hit me all the time, mate. mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> But no, that's actually what he said. Uh, there was one one particular time where, where they went uh, fishing, and Andrew was, John was on one side of the boat, Andrew was on the other, and when he cast the line, it caught onto his shirt, it caught onto John's shirt, and when he threw it, or tried to cast it, it tugged on his shirt. John grabbed his son by his face, like like I said, they're back to back, grabbed him by his face and shoved him down to the boat, Mind you, Andrew was eleven years old at this time.
1: But well, for what reason?
0: Because it, it caught onto his shirt. The hook always oh, caught, caught on to hit the caught onto shirt. His shirt.
1: So it was a mistake. So he yeah.
0: Total mistake. Put him down at the bottom of the boat, which was just you know a regular little fishing boat for two people. The belly. And he and he the, 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 the belly of the boat. And he pulled out a gun and he put it in his son's mouth. And he's and Andrew's telling the story, and he's like, all I remember is just seeing darkness in his eyes, mm-hmm. and the only thing that I heard and felt was a click, and something rattle my teeth. He pulled the fucking trigger, and there was nothing to, kill to fucking kill him, no. and there was nothing in there. And he's like, can I, man, from can from you that, imagine
1: what that can, and I'm not sticking up for him, but can you imagine what that dude went through? To have such blackness in himself to realize that that's his, and not realize that that's his kid.
0: I have no idea. That's a fucked up, that's terrible. That's horrible. Something
1: bad happened to that, dude.
0: Absolutely. John William Cooper, later identified as the bullseye killer, or like I said, the game show killer, Mm -hmm. was sentenced to 75 to life in prison on May 26th, 2011. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Literally. 10 fucking years ago. Thank you, everybody, for for watching this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the episode. Uh, As mentioned in the intro, please do not forget to go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. Please also don't forget to go to uh, our link in our Instagram page. That goes to our flow page, and there you could follow everything that that we do from Instagram, YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. And you can even buy us a uh, beer there. And this beer was actually purchased by one of your sisters uh, as, as mentioned earlier in the intro. So, and all, where's mine fucker? I'll get to it. Oh, okay. So thank you everybody. I you oh then dude, what the hell?
1: And all I got Bought it for us. That's a us thing. I bought <laughs> me for <a> me thing.
0: <laughs> thank you everybody for, uh, for listening, for watching. We love you guys. Uh, this was actually done during our, our break. And uh, hope to hear good news from everybody and hope everybody enjoyed this episode.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: All right. I'll talk to you later, everybody. Please be Peace. safe. Peace. Cheers. Cheers, Mike.